Welcome back to It's Debatable Podcast with Doug and Shram. Welcome to It's Debatable, the show where we debate anything and everything just for the sake of arguing. My name's Doug, and as always, I'm debating my friend, my pal. He's the J to my silent Bob. Steven Shram. Shram, how are you? What's up, man? How's so you're Jay. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah, really? Yeah. All right. He's kind of always been Jay. Yeah. Kind of modeled my life after him. Yeah, I see how that's worked out. So, uh, yeah, so let's get this started. Got an easy question. What's your favorite cereal? Cocoa Pebbles. Whoa, man, this guy, he's on fire lately, man. His brain is working on all cylinders. And as always, we have our engineer, producer, the man you can go to with any question during the debate, Jeffrey Scott, William Poland III. Jeff, how are you? I am great, Doug, and I just want to say this is why me and Steve are such good friends. Fruity Pebbles. Whoa. So... My first instinct was to go fruity pebbles, but it, it, it depends on the day. It really like, but I, I I can alternate between both for sure. I really like you know like remember Rice Krispie treats and stuff like that. You know yeah. with the marshmallows and they made like the treats and stuff. I really like the fruity pebble ones better. Yeah, too. Like, so you guys can go to a diner and just say, uh, "Can we get a bowl of fruity pebbles?" Two, I would two spoons. Rip through a box. Two like, spoons. Two bowls. Yep. Like big bowls. Big bowls. Done. And just done. Just done. Just done. I usually bring the box. So do you like there. the fruity milk better than the cocoa milk? Yes, hundred percent. I'm I'm all in the fruity milk. <laughs> that sounds about right. All right, and then we have a, a new. We have somebody here that's uh, a first timer, Christopher Kelly. Chris, how are you? Doing all right. Doing all right, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Great. Have you ever been a judge before? I have never been a judge before. Have you stood before a judge before? Uh, I plead the fifth. Okay, good. I like the I, I like that answer. What is your favorite cereal? Uh, well, uh, they're always after me, Lucky Charms. Oh, Lucky Charms? Such a you answer. <laughs> all right, all right. Saw that one coming. I'm a French toast crunch kind of guy, but it's never on sale, so I never buy it. Mm. It has to be on sale for me to buy it. You get, you get What's the, the generic version of that? Exactly. Yeah, because you know. I know, I know you know yeah. what it is. No, there is none. No, Trust me, I have like when, when you used to get whales instead of goldfish. Yep. You know oh, it. Yeah. yeah. Just say it. I know, I don't, it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> He does. Toasty nothings. Okay. <laughs> I said it. I said it. All right. All right. So, uh, Chris, what do you got for us? All right. We got, we got a good one today. And uh, I think this is, uh, is going to be a great debate because this debate will save lives, hypothetically. So what we're, what we're looking at here today, we need to know what apocalypse is easier to survive, a zombie apocalypse <laughs> or a vampire apocalypse? <laughs> It's definitely a vampire apocalypse, and the reason why it's easier to survive is, first and foremost, zombies are around all the time. Like, literally, you know, crack of dawn, roosters crowing, zombies are out. And, you know, by the time they kill everything on the planet, it's the zombies that are crowing. Like, you know it's morning because the zombies out there are, like, just going nuts with it. You can't really get around during the day with the zombie apocalypse. Vampires sleep during the day. So if you need to, you know, go get supplies, you need to move from one place to the other, if you need to be able to, you know, fuel up, whatever the case may be, you have all of daylight to make that happen. You could get more resources. This, these are all things that make it easier for you to get through this apocalypse. Also, zombies are way more hostile than vampires. Vampires are, like, creepy. They kind of try to seduce you before they fucking murder you. Like, you know, the guy comes up and, like, blows a little on your ear and 
you know, as a vampire. So you, you see coming a mile away, like, I know what this is. You think, you know, you're trying to get my pants off, but you're really going to just bite me in the neck and kill me and turn me into a vampire as well. The zombies you see coming from a mile away, they make crazy noises. They're harder to kill. You know, vampires, one rule, stake to the heart, it's done. Uh, plus, you could defend yourself with garlic with a vampire. So even if you find yourself out at night, you know, a little garlic, and they go running for the hills, pull some garlic out on a zombie. They laugh and keep coming right at you. All these reasons, and, you know, I'm sure more that I'll get into are, uh, you know, why it's easier to survive a vampire apocalypse. Of course zombies would laugh at garlic. It has nothing to do with them. And zombies have rules, too. Just, just bash their brains in. But just think about zombies. They're the slowest things in the world. Just think about that documentary that's on TV. What's it called? Oh, The Walking Dead. Those people have been alive for so long, and all they have to do is run away. There's some characters that have been just just there since the beginning. It's that much easier to run away from them. And, oh, well, great. You can go around during the day with vampires, but what if there's a nuclear you know, apocalypse? Clouds in the sky. It's dark during the day. Vampires will try to do that so that they can feast and eat all day long. Very good points. Very good points. So I'm gonna I'm gonna set a couple ground rules here. I'm gonna assume that you know we got we got standard zombies. You know they're they're no ultra ultra fast zombies. But they're on the other side of that equation. There's no Scooby Doo zombies, right? Just like there's no Twilight vampires. We're we're gonna go actual threats here. Okay. I literally wrote that up there like Twilight. <laughs> That's right. It's right on the TV. Yeah, it's literally right there. Twilight vampires because they're out during the day. Yeah, but. Most Twilight vampires. Well, they're, they're, the argument is they're in Seattle, so I mean, it's always what overcast over there. That's why they live there. That's why they live and there. they glitter. I was just bringing up a point of. That I think story. it'd be easier to fight a glitter vampire than a you know intense zombie. I'm just saying. Hmm. All right. So I'm I'm going to bring it into the uh, to the first question here. I think I think this is a pretty pretty big staple, right? Any apocalypse, first thing you need to do, right, is survive. So I want you guys to take me through your survival strategy. What is it you're doing day in, day out, just to, just to live your life? How are you getting by? Higher ground. I'm getting higher ground. I'm yeah. making sure I, I get all the supplies that I can. And again, remember, getting away from zombies is like running away from the fat kid. Like you just have to <laughs> run faster than them. Just think documentary, zombie land. You can outrun them. It's not that hard. Their whole body is breaking down. They're dead. So they're decaying all the, all the while. So zombie day one versus that same zombie on day 100, you know, their body's decaying. They're not as fast. They have bones showing. They're not going to be as strong as they were in the beginning. So you run around, you get all the supplies, you get to higher ground. So you can look out for them. And that's the way you survive right from the beginning. Just get to higher ground, bird in the nest. So obviously, like I said, I would do everything that I needed to do to live mostly during the day. I would barricade my house. I would put, you know, you know, steel trap doors up. It would, you know, I wouldn't be leaving at night. Um, but during the day, I would be out getting my supplies, getting everything I needed to do. I'm looking for maybe a quicker, faster vehicle. Maybe I could steal a Hummer during the day. This way I can move from place to place. And if I got to go over tough terrain, you know, I'm going to be able to do that. Also, you know, when you're in an apocalypse situation and you're by yourself, sanity is a big thing too. Doug keeps bringing up all these documentaries like The Walking Dead and um, Zombieland. I saw one called I Am Legend, and those were vampires there too. And my man Will Smith was able to play golf during the day. He was able to do things that kind of kept his mind at ease, uh, you know, lift weights, do all sorts of stuff. And, you know, it didn't make him go crazy. You need to be sharp as a tack if you're going to survive the apocalypse. And if you're going to be able to do that, you need to be able to take your mind off it a little bit. You need to be able to come full circle. Um, but again, you know, just during the day, um, all the supplies that I need, stay inside at night. Also, Doug said something about running away from the fat kid, you know, as a zombie. Here's the thing. 
vampires, when they convert people into vampires, it's harder to do than a zombie to convert somebody into a zombie. You get bit, it spreads quick. It's more like a viral thing than it is a vampire. You literally got to get bit in the neck by a vampire. Eventually, during one of these apocalypses, there's going to be more zombies than there would be vampires. So eventually, the, the, the numbers don't lie. If you're fighting through a zombie apocalypse, there's going to be hundreds of thousands of those where the vampires aren't going to multiply as quickly, so you'll be able to get more stuff done in between. Vampires can bite on any vein. It's not just the neck. It's any main vein in order to infect. And Trim, you're going to take his strategy. His car that he picks is a Hummer? How bad of gas is that on? So why wouldn't he get something that's like highly efficient? His whole setup for his survival is terrible. I'm not rolling through the woods in a smart car. Like, if I got to get off the road, there's vampires. I'm making a right into the woods. And am I going to get it done in a smart car? It doesn't have so. to be a smart car. Well, but, be, uh, there's other cars listen, that are more You're not more thinking efficient. about gas efficiency. You just need to get the hell out there's of there. There's SUVs that get 30 miles per gallon. So what? Even if I drive 30 miles, that means the next time I, I go to sleep at night and I could steal another one in the morning because no one's out. So are you saying a Prius is an ideal for this apocalypse? It could work. Doug's still trying to leave his green print while the whole world's burning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Doug. So, so what, what car are you going with in the apocalypse? The car that I would go with is one that gets great mileage per gallon. What's the whole point of not... It doesn't make any sense. Why would I get something that has nothing? So then I'm like siphoning more gas. I'm you know drinking more gasoline. Doug's got an eco-friendly uh, apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, there's no electricity. Right. Think about this: if there's no electricity, the pumps aren't going to work at gas stations. So I'm siphoning gas all the time. I'm going bald. Let me ask from you, the gas that I'm drinking in Zombieland. In Zombieland, they drove around in like a Hummer or SUV type thing. I guarantee you, when Woody Harrelson met up with the other guy, if Woody Harrelson was driving around in a little smart car, the other guy would be like, "Dude, I'm good." That movie wouldn't even existed. They would have went the other way. Like if you, it's think, a documentary. Listen, the documentary wouldn't exist. They would have went the other way. Like Doug, I'm sorry. Like if I'm running from vampires and I'm running down the road and I'm like, I need help, and all of a sudden you pull up, you're like, Hey man, and you got this little clown car. I'm like I'll just figure it out on my own. Yeah, but you just said your whole strategy was going to be only going out during the day. Now you're going to say you're outside and you're going to see me driving around in my smart car. If the, yeah, if if it happens and I just happen to bump into you, I'm just letting you know. Oh, so you wouldn't get in my car? You'd rather just get eaten? I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't get in your so car. So you're surviving? Or I, no, I'd steal a Hummer. See, I'd steal a Hummer. See, what would you do if you came into an alley and Doug's on? On his knees, sucking at gasoline out of a fucking. <laughs> you don't have to do it on your knees. I just imagined you would. <laughs> well, they do say like when you like you know when you do the wiki how, and it's like how to siphon gas on the wiki how. Like step two is knees. Like it, it is the best way. Like arch your back and just be able to get your lungs to take in the most that it can. I'm, I'm glad you've researched this. That that shows a lot of uh, commitment to this topic. I want to live. <laughs> I want to live in a Hummer. Hell yeah. All right, Jeff. Uh, what, what's your what's your ideal apocalypse vehicle? Oh, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm just, out of this. I, I've got to go with the Hummer, man. <laughs> I just oh man. You know what? I mean, if I had to pick one, I think I'd go dirt bike. And by Hummer, I don't mean Doug sucking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're moving on here. We're moving on here. I'm, I'm derailing us. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put you guys in a situation. All right, Shram, you encounter a group of vampires. What do you do? Turn the corner, bam, vampires. How do you prevent yourself from becoming a shrampire? Good pun. I would <laughs> expect that from you. Don't engage. Don't interact. Because once they, once you have your attention on them, that's when the whole like mind trick kicks in. That's when they start the seduction and the weird rapey vibes. Like they're like, "Hey, come here," and they, you know, they want to talk to you, and and all of a sudden you, you're 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 mesmerized by it. You know, so immediately look away. 
Like the minute you turn the corner, eyes down, look away. Cause they're going to be, you know, cat calling you like crazy and you just don't want to be involved in that. And then, run the other way, you know, basically as fast as you can. Obviously, I'm going to have some sort of weapon with me, uh, which is going to be garlic, like I said earlier. So also turn the corner, look away, throw the garlic. And if one happens to get by the garlic, be ready with the steak. There was something that was on all through the 90s documentary style that taught you a lot about how to uh, murder vampires. And, you know, I know you've, you've seen many, many, you know, episodes of it. You know, Buffy, our girl. So, of course. Yeah. He's going to throw the garlic? You, you wear the garlic. You throw it. They just step around it. Mm-mm. Yeah. You can, like, create, like, a barrier of garlic that they can't. They go around pen- it. No, they can't penetrate the garlic. They can fly over or, it. Or, like, you can mince it up and, like, do a circle around yourself, and they can't come within they that They can circle. throw something at you. What yeah, if they have guns? What if vampires? Vampires can use guns. What if they have guns? What if they have your Hummer? They get into your Hummer, that big Hummer that you want it. They, it's in the alley. They, they hotwire it. They start driving towards you. What are they going to do? They can hit you. Not if I have the garlic. They don't get near the garlic. That's what I'm trying to tell I you. I don't know if the garlic penetrates Hummers. I think that, that's one of the features. No, but you know how like you put the air freshener up in your car? Yeah. You make one out of garlic, and they won't get in. Oh, so now you have so the you capabilities. Hang- in this future- Yeah, because I have all day to make that. I have all day to make that. You don't have time to make that oh, during your you, zombie apocalypse because you, you're running Howard? all the time. Would you wiki how that too? How to make an air freshener? Yeah, I did. Again, I want to live. So zombie apocalypse Shram is a garlic farmer. That is his all day yeah. job. He's just farming garlic. Yes, yes. All right. Okay, Doug, you turn the corner, run into a, a horde of zombies. What do you do? Well, I'll always be ready. So throughout the day, I would, you know, while I'm running away from him and I don't see him for a little bit, I put up booby traps. Uh-huh. All day long. So I see him in the alleyway. I take a page from, you know, Macaulay Culkin, Home Alone. I let them, like, chase me. I go, oh, no, zombies. And then they follow me, and they're like, oh, my God. They're like, <laughs> So then when they get to the point, I, I, you know, I have a machete. Boom, hit the rope, falls down. It's like a big pipe. Boom, takes off all their heads. And then I have other trap set, nets, uh, you know, the false wall. I have the false wall. So I'm running. I turn a corner. And then I'm just hiding behind the dumpster. They just keep running. They run into the wall, brain smash. When do you have time to like eat and do other stuff if you're building all these elaborate traps all day long? Or because you have a smart car, you just like have a bunch of little granola bars. That that's all you just granola bars are great. Yeah. You don't want you want protein. That's what you want to eat during the day. I'm just wondering because you're burning a lot of energy, so you want to eat nuts. Those those, those those traps very are very intricate that you explained, and you act like you're gonna have like days and weeks to like build these things. It's a hobby I do now. In my in my human normal life, build uh, traps. Yeah, I build traps all the time. I have a baby, so you know, I got to build traps all the time. Of course, baby's trying to go into this room. So, boom, baby. So you're you're a prepper. I'm a prepper. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's let's take this and like let's go let's go really uh really theoretical here with this, right? Doug, I'm sorry, Shran. How how long do you think Doug would survive in a vampire apocalypse? Not long. He didn't even know about the garlic walls. He didn't know about the garlic air freshener. He didn't understand about, you know, don't get seducted. Don't like Doug not only would not survive long, before he became a vampire, he would be penetrated by them. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Ray race I like Doug would look right into their eyes and be so memorized. You know, talk about siphoning some shit out, right? <laughs> so like I'm the seducer always. I don't get seduced. <laughs> Obviously you've never stared into a vampire's eyes. It's just it wouldn't be long, I'd say. And plus, he probably didn't even know the rule about not going out at night and only during the day. I'd yeah, give I didn't him, know that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this right now. I'd give him four to seven days, max, maybe. 
All right. Seven's being really generous. I'd That's, say. That sounds like the, the time to wait for like a rash to go away on your balls. <laughs> a, a vampire rash? A vampire being... rash on your balls. <laughs> no, that's the crappy thing, who too. Wouldn't know, who wouldn't know Because they, the... they do give STDs when they bite you. VSTDs. So. It's a thing. Yeah, yeah v- but who would you VSTDs. care if you're already bitten? What does it matter? If you're bitten by a vampire, oh, Well, it sucks because already. now you're a vampire and you got to drink blood to survive, but also you have herpes. So it's like, you don't want that. Verpies. <laughs> but anyway, Shram's trying to say, like, oh, Doug wouldn't Doug didn't know about not going out at night. Dude, there was like Sesame Street episodes that talked about that. The count, he was like He is a t- vampire. Yes. He would tell us like don't go no, out no, tonight. No. One come on, two. we learned we learned a long time ago the count's a pimp, not a vampire. <laughs> All right. Now flipping it the other way, Doug, how long would Shram survive in a zombie apocalypse? All right, well I have to go back to my first uh the first thing I said. It's like running away, f- running away from a fat kid. So this, it'd be kind of like an equal race. Fat kid running from a fat kid. And that's like, you know, that's dead heat. So Shram's going to get taken down right away. So right I would away. give him about, I don't know, zombie apocalypse starts. Uh, 37 seconds. So you're saying in like the opening montage, he's the guy with his coffee like, ah, who yes. gets like leapt upon. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> he's like, race. oh no, my keys. I locked them in my car. And then do, 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 do. <laughs> Oh man! All right. So, uh, next question. Let's assume Shram, you've lost. You've become a vampire. Now, what do you do? I hunt. I eat. I seduce. You seduce. Yes. I just. <laughs> hey, come over here. <laughs> yeah. This is the law of the land when you become a vampire. But the crappy thing is, when you're like when you're a vampire, you still have some sort of your conscience left about who you used to be. So I'm haunted. I'm haunted by the fact that at one point I wasn't a sharp-toothed rapist. You know, like, I just, I miss my old life. I don't want to be that, and I don't want to feed on blood. Um, So that'd be awful. Whereas, you know, you become a zombie, you have no recollection of what you were, you know, you're just dumb. Easier on the conscience, you're saying. Harder on the conscience. Oh, no, easier on the conscience to be a a zombie. Oh, absolutely. Is there a way back? Like, is is there redemption? Like, can you get back? That's a great question. I don't know. You'd have to ask Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Isn't it if you kill the one that bit you, like, or the master? They always say, yeah, you have to kill the master, master. the head so, vampire. So, like, I feel like you'd be the type of person, like, I'm going to find him, and I'm coming back. Yeah. That's, I, a, that's the next blockbuster. Immediately takes revenge. That's yeah. that Shram's Fi- Find the head vampire. Seduce him. As a vampire. Seduce him. So you're gonna sed- wait, I don't think you could seduce, seduce the master. master. Hey, he taught you everything. Yeah, hey, come over here. That's how you're going to go at him. Like you at some point, the master becomes, the, the student becomes the master. <laughs> and so at some point, there'll be a dark alley. You'll hear a window come down, and vampire Shram will say, hey, that could either be a blockbuster or, or something that you would find online that's like a three to seven minute clip. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hey, get in, the, <laughs> get in the back of my Hummer. <laughs> Is Doug there in the alley? Because that's how I picture it. Oh, we got to get gas. Yeah. Doug's getting gas. All right, Doug. You've become a zombie. You failed. I think it's the better way to go. Yeah? Think about it. You know, there is a determination on your life how long you're going to live. With a vampire, you're suffering forever. You're eating to survive. It's like a vicious cycle. You're never going to die. You're, you're around. It's kind of depressing when you think about it. It's like the movie Groundhog's Day. It's actually kind of depressing. The book that that's based on, uh, Groundhog's Day, is like forever. It's like a really, like, he doesn't get out of it. That's the whole point of it. Wow. But it, but as a zombie, you, you have a shelf life. You have an ending. With a vampire, you're going to be that forever. It's very rare that it's only happened like two times since, you know, 1 million BC that the master has been taken over. Wow. 
So you, you're confident in your ability then to seduce the master vampire if you were to become a vampire? Oh, dude, with these baby blues? Come on. <laughs> I think you'd be right next to Shram. He'd also be trying to seduce the master vampire. Got to do what you got to do, man. I don't want to be a vampire. But I don't think it would happen to me, and I love how hypothetical that was, but... Wait, wait, if you ask a question, you're going to say, like, oh, I don't think well, it's going to Well, he said hypothetically, what I'm trying to say is I don't think I'd become a vampire because in my world, it's much easier to not become a vampire than it is a zombie. Mm. I'm just running, man. I'm Forrest Gumpin' it. You're, doing, you're doing 18 and a half miles an hour in your smart car. That's what you're doing. <laughs> that's he's, that's he's not true. Ton, he's saving a ton of hair on the gas he'd have to siphon out of the car. Yes. With his mouth. Yes. I don't want to go bald. Gotcha. <laughs> he's saving the environment during an apocalypse, all right? No, it's not even saving the environment. It's being efficient. If there's no electricity, you cannot get gasoline. Captain the Planet pumps don't would work. be proud, but he probably wouldn't be around to see it because he'd probably be a zombie and trying to murder you. Oof. But I would outrun him, too. That's a mega zombie. He could fly. He probably wouldn't know how, though. Let's be real. And not for nothing. Not all zombies are slow. Like Some of them are really talented and skilled at what they do. They're really talented and skilled? Yeah. It's like Zombie Academy. Do you know like to? Zombie Olympics? Like, you know, fucking running track. They're like Kenyans, some of them. It's fucking crazy. Oh, so only Ken... That's pretty, oh, I, I, that's getting pretty racist. No, zombie, well, they, zombie no, 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 hold on. That's not racist. They're the best runners. Yeah, it's and hands it's very common. Oh, I think there's I wish other I runners. I there's other runners, but they suck compared to Kenyans. I don't they know do. about that. All right. Yeah. All right, well, let's let's get you same. Look it up. Uh, yeah, uh, look at the last, like, four Olympics. Guinness Book of World Records. Olympics aren't runners. Kenyans are good long distance. Yeah, and they that's have that in the Olympics. They don't have marathon. No. Jeff, check that. Wait, no. they have the marathon in the Olympics? Do me a favor. Dude, tell me who won the last like track meet at the Olympics. Wait, wait. <laughs> wait. Who is this guy? He just said track meet like it was like, hey, who won that <laughs> last track meet? When you run who around, won that, when you, who no, won that ball game? I'm saying when you, when, you, when you run around the track, they have that in the Olympics. Yeah, that's sprinters. Dude, they Usain Bolt. They have fucking Jamaica. aerobic walking in the Olympics, like where people just walk really fast and they swing their hips. That's like, where the zombies compete. Hey, did the Kenyans beat the uh, Russians? Hell yeah, they did. Anyway. Everybody beats the Russians. Oh, man. All right. All right. So, I mean, are, are, we, are we getting ready to get into, uh, get into closing arguments here? You guys feel like you said your say? All right, let's do it. Hit Zombies, it's, it's pretty simple. Just got to be always moving. Always moving, getting to higher ground, just making sure that you, know, you have all the supplies that you have so you can look out and you can see them. Again, even if one pops up behind you like four or five feet, you still have more than enough time. They're so slow. All you have to do is bash them in the head. They're done. And remember, again, they deteriorate. So if you have a clan, a colony of zombies that are around, you, know, you really just got to run around until they get to a certain age, and then they kind of just decrepit and they die. If you remember in the documentary in Walking Dead, there's so many that are like laying in the ground and laying in the bushes. So you just got to make sure you have, a, have your head in a swivel. And I think in that, the instincts kick in. You're going to be ready to do that. In a vampire, it, it it's... It's just not going to happen. You got to think about it. You, you say you're going to just, Shram's going to move around just during the day. Just during, There's going to be times they can lure you out. If you go out during the day, say it happened to Will Smith. He had the dog. They lured his dog into the dark warehouse. He Ooh. ran in. His dog got bitten. He barely got out alive. That, so that just was... don't think during the day means, oh, my God, I'm so perfect. You can't go into dark warehouses. So if you're in a warehouse, your supplies are in there, and it's super dark, you, you better think twice before going in there. Me, I'm just going to outrun them. You're not outrunning a vampire. Doug keeps talking about the Walking Dead documentary. And, mm -hmm. you know, just as he said, you know, in I Am Legend, you know, those vampires got a little bit smarter and figured out how to lure people. Remember, they put the mannequin out there and all that other stuff. These things are true. But 
Here's the thing. The same thing happens in The Walking Dead. I mean, I've seen you know, you know, uh, moments in that where you know, they figured out how to jump people. They figured out how to sneak attack at nighttime. You, know, you didn't hear, even hear them coming. And all of a sudden, they're ripping open tents and ripping people's throats out. And you know, It's intense. So you know, that kind of levels the playing field there. But here's the thing. If you're in a situation where you're trying to survive an apocalypse... Sometimes spontaneous is good, but it's not during the apocalypse. Like the most well thought out, the most intricate plan, that's probably going to be able what gets you through. When you have the daytime to be able to just relax, gather your thoughts, figure out what your next move is, you're going to be able to be two, three steps ahead of them at all times anyway. You know, it gives you more of an opportunity to be able to move from place to place, you know, fuel up, eat, you know, survival is not just, you know, don't get bitten. It's, you know, also taking care of yourself as well. Vampire apocalypse is easier to survive because you can do these things for yourself, you know, plus the peace of mind, go out, play golf during the day, you know, do whatever it takes. And most importantly, above all else, do not find yourself in an alley on your knees, siphoning gas out for a smart car. Always, always take the Hummer. All right, guys, you both presented excellent arguments. For what it's worth, I think you guys would survive a lot longer than the time you gave each other <laughs> out there in, in the wasteland or, you know, out in the, the zombie apocalypse or vampire apocalypse-filled South Plainfield. I think we'd all probably be maybe at Jeff's house. Come, all on, right. come on over. That's right. He's prepared. All right. So... Well, real quick, Jeff was looking something up, and I feel like he's not presenting it for some reason. But it, all that was on when he looked on the just for everyone. So there was an overwhelming amount of Kenyan runners. Yeah, long distance runners. Oh man! But that's the distance you need to run because you're never going to stop running, Doug. But we were talking about speed. You said talking about a track around a track. You said during your closing argument, just keep moving all the time, high ground. Listen, you have to be like long distance. You have to be in shape, Doug. Like we're not talking about like here run. Two miles down the road. We're not talking about run a mile like high school. I know what I'm talking about. I'm in this situation. I know you're in this situation. You never stop. I know that. That's why I said Forrest Gump. But Shram talked about a track meet and run around a track. That's not what long distance running is. When I was tired, I slept. Isn't that what he said? Yeah. When I was hungry, I ate. So he stopped. He stopped. I can stop when I get to higher ground. You're never going to stop. They're always behind you. I can stop. Rick Rick stopped. That's all you're going to hear forever. All right. So I made my decisions. You guys both brought up excellent points. Doug's got some good survival strategies here, you know. Um, I liked I liked the way he was saying, you know, if you get into a spot, you just run away, or depending on the type of zombies, maybe just walk away quickly, you know. I like that he was setting up booby traps. Zombies are pretty dumb, you know. I mean, they'll walk into that swinging paint can, and they'll watch their friends walk into that swinging paint can, and guess what? They're walking into it too. So uh, I like I, I, I like that. Shram, on the other hand, also brought up some, some great... Uh, some great points. Shram the garlic farmer. He's just every his whole life is just gonna smell like <laughs> garlic forever until the apocalypse ends or he becomes the master seducer vampire. But uh he brought up a great point too, you know? The 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 sanity aspect. You know, you're gonna literally run yourself down if you're running from zombies forever, but during the day with vampires, hide in a church, hide in your house. I'm pretty sure you, they can't come in until you tell them, hey buddy, come on in. So just based on that, I gotta say that it's easier to survive a vampire apocalypse. Yes, it is. Yes! <laughs> the streak is broken! <laughs> All right. If they get released in this order, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right, so Shram, how do you feel? feel good. Feels good. It's been, been a little bit of a slump, but, uh, you know, I don't know, I guess. <laughs> you don't know. Well, I guess it's not easier to survive a zombie, zombie apocalypse. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to review, rate, share our podcast. Follow us on Twitter at We Like to Debate. 
on Instagram at It's Debatable Pod and our new website at www.itsdebatablepod.com. Good night.